There's no music if you have no body to play it with, so take care of your body first. You getting into the gym and you lifting weights and working on muscles, is it's physical therapy for the benefit of your playing. The truth is nothing works like just taking care of the simple stuff. Diet, exercise and sleep. Take care of that and you'll be fine. Join us as two musicians and fitness coaches discuss strength, wellness and fitness in relation to musicians, artists and performance. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Jen Cabasmay. Um, gonna talk to you guys kind of through um, a little bit of an odd setup today so the audio might not be the best um, but it, this started out as a uh, series of thoughts I was having and I've been working through for myself and I thought it might actually be helpful to share um, so this is a vulnerable um, topic for me um, and I think that actually makes it more important to put out in the open. Um, so I am currently preparing for my first ever uh, strong woman competition. Um, that will be in August of, uh, it's 2021 right now. And um, I'm kind of going through some um, emotions with that right now, a couple of uh, setbacks that I've had to talk myself through. Um, but they relate, I think, to um, music performance as well. Now, I commonly refer to um, music performance and practice and uh, strength training and strongman stuff that I work on. Um, to me, those are the same thing. I keep saying that, and I don't know that it's always clear to those who don't do both. I'm not even sure it's clear to some people who do do both, um, although I know that comparison's easier. Um, so let me talk from a competition pr perspective. Um, as a musician, I do not suffer performance anxiety, never have. Um, very comfortable on a stage. Um, the more people I play with, the more comfortable I am, but solo performances are not very hard on my system in terms of a stressor. Now, granted, I do get a little bit of nerves, but they go very, go away very quickly, not a problem, never have been. Um, but I have a very short career when it comes to competitions. Um, and that is unusual. If you're in the music business, you know this is very unusual. You want to go compete, you want to go win. Even if you don't place number one, you want to do as many as you can and be as successful as you can at them because it looks better on your CV for applications. It helps get you prepared for um, auditions. It helps a lot of people get prepared for auditions. For me, audition nerves are the same as performance nerves, not competition nerves. But I have a very short career in musical competition. Um, I did a number of them in high school. Um, I did a couple of them as an undergraduate, um, and I think my very last one was my last year of my master's degree at Arizona State. Um, and there is a reason for this um, that I haven't really appreciated until uh, recently in terms of where I am in life, not recently as in like two days ago or a week ago or two months ago. Um, 
So for a long time, I thought this was just a, um, you know, I'm just not a competition person, right? I'm more interested in teaching. I'm more interested in performing. I'm more interested in these other elements of music. And to an extent, that is true. Um, at the same time, you have to remember that I started becoming injured as a clarinetist at age 14. Um, yeah, I was 14 years old when I first started having playing-related pain. Um, I was a high-stress kid, high performer in school, um, much like we all are, you know, all the accelerated classes, all of the extracurricular activities. I was always doing something extra. So you take somebody like that who has to do their best, not win, but do their best at all times. And you put them in a situation where they have pain and then put them into a competition setting. That is a recipe for psychological loss. And I don't mean um, like you've lost, um, say, a family member, you know, that kind of grief. I'm talking about you go into, um, we'll put it in fight terms, it's not a fight, but we'll put it in fight terms. If you are trying to win a fight and you keep losing, at some point you're going to lose confidence in your ability as a person, right? Not just as a fighter, if you will, but as a person. And if it's something you do, losing at the thing you do has very deep psychological and emotional ramifications. So, when I say loss, I don't mean that I lost the competition, okay? What I mean is, as that injury progressed, um, or as my anxiety progressed, depending on what it was, um, it, it was really a no-win situation for me to even consider competing, is what it became. Um, so, you sign up for a competition before you're experiencing any sort of pain or physiological limitation. If I did my best in that situation where I felt good, right? If I did my best and lost, it doesn't matter because I feel good about how I performed. If I did my best and won, that's a double win instead of a single win, right? Of the, I performed my best, that's a win. If I perform my best and win, that's a double win. Um, both of those are positive situations, okay? Um, I did have a couple of those early on. But once you reach the point of physical limitation and then you go into a competition, it comes to a point where at least subconsciously, and this has only become conscious in recent years for me, what I was dealing with was I could sign up for the competition and even if I won, doesn't matter if I won or lost the competition in terms of my rank. It could come in first, could come in last, doesn't matter. If I didn't perform my best because of a physical limitation and or if I pushed myself into physical pain in order to meet tempo markings, you know, um, certain flourishes, different musical techniques that um, were taxing on my system at the time due to my imbalances. 
right? So if I either didn't perform my best because of that, or I exacerbated my pain, which usually also meant you're not performing your best. It doesn't matter where I rank in that competition, I've lost, okay? Um, because you feel like, well, I could have done better. It doesn't matter how anybody else did. It never has mattered to me how anybody else did. I need to know that I did my best. So going into a competition in that situation, I was going to feel bad about myself at the thing that I do, at the thing that I loved, regardless of the outcome of the rankings. Now, the couple of times I did that and won, here's where it gets really twisted. I'm in physical pain. I know I didn't place my, I, I know I didn't play my best, but I still won. Okay, you get the exhilaration of the immediate win, followed by the crash of knowing I can do better, I have more in me, I didn't get to really express myself. Okay, that can, I'm not saying it did, I think it may contribute, I'm not sure. That could potentially lead to the association of success in that competition also as a loss. That's really messed up, you know? Um, so that that was the problem of if I did sign up and attend the competition um, situation two I signed up for the competition but I got too hurt to act I, I just wasn't gonna be ready because either I was hurt or I was doing what I needed to physically and practice wise at the time to protect myself and improve and I couldn't be prepared in time so you sign up and then you back out that's a loss obvious reasons you say you're going to do something and then you can't, you feel inferior. Or, okay, what, what ended up, what I ended up doing more often than not, I'm not going to sign up for this competition because I'm not a competition person and I want to do these other things. That is felt like anyway, and probably at the time being was the most protective mechanism for me but it's still a loss. And I'll explain why. It's still a loss because you're expected to go to competitions. You're expected to do well. You know you can do well. You know you have potential in you. You've seen it, you've felt it, you've lived it. But you're avoiding it and you're using things as excuses to make yourself feel better. But you know that deep down you want to have won a competition, a big one. You want to have attended and done your best. And even if you lose, you want to have done the big competition and been a part of that. You know, it, it's, there's something to showing yourself as a performer that you can't duplicate. So even in going competing is dangerous for me because of everything I discussed before. Even in going, well, then I'm not going to participate in this thing that's dangerous for me. There's still a loss associated with that, which takes away from musical confidence, performance confidence, uh, sense of self, which is a huge deal when, you know, you're putting yourself out there for a living. And I think there's even potential blowback from that um, leading to fear of success because if you associate 
winning a competition as success, but you are either afraid to participate in competitions or um, you go to a competition and experience loss even if you win. That one's still a theory. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's a reasonable, a reasonable um, theory to forward on that front. So how does this all relate back to Strongman and why am I doing this competition? Um, I've got a lot of imbalances. We've discussed this. Um, I've made a lot of progress in a short amount of time um, because I approach lifting the same way that I approach practice. And I've done a lot, a lot of revamping over the years on my practice. Um, a lot of body awareness work, a lot of micro focus on sensation of small and large muscle groups when it comes to that. So I agreed to sign up for this competition. I figured it doesn't really matter, right? Because it's my first ever one and it doesn't matter if I win or lose. It's not my career goal to win a competition for lifting. Um, there's very little, technically little pressure there. Um, but I've been finding as I approach the timing of this competition, especially since uh, a couple of a couple of my lower body imbalances have surfaced again, resurfaced. Um, there are things I was working on. I thought that they were in better shape. Um, I pushed it a little too hard in my training session, and uh, it bit me. <laughs> bit me right on the keister. Um, and I, I found myself, when those imbalances that kind of blew back up in my face, when they happened, I had a response to training that I haven't had in a long time, which was loss. And it surprised me because usually what happens is if something like that happens, yeah, I'll mope for a couple days, but then I'm back into it because I know what to do for them. I take those losses in training typically as, okay, this is feedback. I know what to do with this information with my training. I know how to address it. So it just means that this is my current threshold. This is what needs to be addressed. However, with, uh, we're, like I said, we're one month out from the competition day. Um, with that on the horizon and this, this um, imbalance resurfaced about two weeks ago, um, I found myself taking that as a major loss. I got really, really depressed about it, and I was, um, fortunately, it was a dramatic enough response that it registered as not being normal to my conscious, um, which is a, a very good thing, because when those things kind of slip by in the subconscious, they're much harder to deal with. So um, that kind of got my attention, and what I realized was that um, I was associating that imbalance resurfacing, that, that injury, if you will, it's not really an injury, it's just a thing. Um, I was associating that with the anxiety and um, a little bit of depression, mostly anxiety and just frustration that I had from all those years of things going wrong with my playing. So I had to have a little sit down with myself. Um, 
and talk myself through uh, because my immediate reaction, my immediate reaction was I should just not go. Well, I already paid for it. Um, that's, that's a big one for me right now. Like I already paid for it. Um, I'm going to go support my husband anyway. He's competing. It's stupid at this point for me to back out. Um, I don't, I'm not at the point in my life where I want to let myself back out. So if I'm not going to back out, but I'm experiencing these imbalances and I have this messed up sense of loss around any competition as it is because of my musical history. Um, what does that mean? Right? What do I need to do with this? So basically I had to talk to myself about, you know, the reason that I lift is so that I feel good so that I can feel good about my body in my body. Um, I train my body to see what it is capable of, what I'm capable of. I don't, I don't care what anybody else is capable of. I really don't. Um, I think that's been an advantage to me, um, in a lot of situations, um, because I'm not looking left and right. So sometimes I get numbers that, you know, people go, well, you shouldn't be able to do that. And sometimes it's a bigger, it's a, an advantage in that when I do get a, you know, quote, smaller number for my size, it doesn't matter. It's a big number for me with like the upper body stuff. Um, with upper body, it was hard for me to press 45 pounds overhead at first. And so now I'm pressing 70. That's amazing. It's less than half the weight I'm expected, or I'm sorry, it's about half the weight I'm expected to press in competition, but going from 45 pounds to 70 is a huge jump, you know? So if the reason I am training is to feel good about my body, to understand my body, to see what I'm capable of, and the reason for me to compete is mostly right now, um, I've, I've kind of come to terms with, I'm using it as a means of getting the psychological and emotional baggage from my musical competitions out of my system. I need to express that somehow. And unfortunately I'm too old for like the competitions have a, an age cut off. Most of them I'm too old. So I cannot exorcise these demons through musical competition. Even if I could, there's so much vulnerability and sensitivity built up around music that really it's probably safer mentally, emotionally, psychologically to go through a different venue to address this stuff, just aside from logistics. So if my goal is disassociate loss, from the competition environment. And my goal in training is see what I'm physically capable of. Then the goal of me competing shouldn't be what it, what it was when I started out and I looked at the weights for these, this competition. My goal was just get one rep at everything. Okay. Just, just do one lift in each movement. It doesn't matter if you can't complete, um, the event. It doesn't matter if you place dead last, it doesn't matter. Just get one rep. Well, that's not a very good goal, right? 
if I want to see what I'm capable of and I want to get rid of the sense of loss and competition. That means reframing the competition. So what I'm currently experimenting with is let's take, let's take the specific requirements for a win away. The win for me right now is show up to the competition and participate in the events. It doesn't matter if I zero out every single one. It can't. It, it, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter. But if I want to get what I need out of this, it can't matter to me. And I'm saying this now, and I want you all to know if you're listening, this is me talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. It can't matter if I zero out an event. Because all that really matters is that I show up, that I don't freak out, that I don't push myself into pain just to complete a task. If I push myself to pain just to complete a task, then all I'm doing is reinforcing that competition is losing, right? It, it, it's okay for competition to be uncomfortable, and some people would say competition is pain, but if you have the negative association with pain and you think of competition as pain, isn't that kind of counterproductive? No, just show up and be present. So that's my discussion on competition today. Um, I will let you guys know um, if and when I can, and this is going to be based on what I need, um, and I don't think that's selfish at this point. Um, I will let you guys know how that ends up working out for me if I can. Um, I do think that it will cross apply to music. I do think that this is my way out of that really negative feedback loop. Um, I doubt I will ever compete in music again, but I do think that my practice will improve if I can get rid of some of these cross associations that have been kind of hanging over my head um, for the majority of my professional career. Um, so that's what I got today. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to put in uh, any similar experiences you had, um, any contrasting opinions, that's fine. Drop them in the comments. I'm happy to talk about this stuff. Um, I'm always happy to talk about anything that I have experience in, but also anything I'm working on. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you guys uh, on the next podcast. Bye.